You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Paro Cook. Today, we're joined by Justin Harlan, who is the Senior Executive Director of Reading Partners Tulsa, whose mission is to help children become lifelong readers by empowering communities to provide individualized instruction with measurable results. Justin, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. I mean, reading is such an important skill, and I'm excited to learn about how you're doing this both locally in Tulsa and also nationally. Can you share with us at a high level, what is Reading Partners? Yeah, Reading Partners is a national nonprofit leveraging community volunteers who commit at least one hour a week. We then pair them up with a student that we know is struggling in reading, typically between kindergarten and fourth grade. And then we have an evidence-based research-driven curriculum that we're using in schools across the country um, and really giving volunteers with just an hour of training, a a resource that we know will help a child gain the foundational skills that they need by the end of the school year to be successful in school and in life. Wow, that is so very important. I'm super curious to know, what is it that was in your journey that led you to becoming the senior executive director? Yeah, I mean, I was always raised in a household of service and kind of giving back. I can remember specifically one instance, though. There was a summer in college that I spent the summer on the island of Jamaica, I was serving, uh, doing missions work and coordinating groups of volunteers that came down every week. And every day, I basically mentored a, a child down there. There was a teenager named Jason that I worked with on this, you know, kind of small town island of Jamaica, middle of the island, not the like beaches that you're probably thinking of when I mentioned Jamaica. But I can remember being invited into Jason's home for dinner one night with his parents and kind of sitting around a table in this small house in Jamaica. And it was in that moment, kind of after this kind of, you know, growing this love for Jason and his family that his mom asked me if I thought that they should send Jason to college because they were only going to be able to afford to send one of their five kids to college. And it was really kind of there enjoying this meal with this awesome family in Jamaica that I started to kind of think about like, what are these larger systemic issues at play that force a a woman to have to choose which one of her five kids deserves the life opportunity that she's able to put them on and came back to the States after that summer, kind of deciding, all right, I'm going to take this business degree that I'm getting at the University of Tulsa and um, go a different path with it and look into nonprofit work. And that's where I found Teach for America, worked with them for seven years, helped start the region here in Tulsa. And that has kind of led me to another, a couple different organizations in the nonprofit world. And, and now here at Reading Partners, where I've been for a couple of years. Wow, that's really powerful. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That whole summer was really just a life-changing experience that I'll definitely never forget. What was that feeling when you were trying to decide, as someone attending business school, how do you make that shift? Because oftentimes people attending business school are very much focused on business and making money and these different pieces. Like, what was that like for you? Yeah, I think there's always been something within me personally that has, you know, I've always wanted something more than just like money or, you know, cool things or a fancy car or anything like that. Like, it's always been like, I want the time that I'm spending on this earth to go towards something bigger. And I've always kind of felt like there's a bigger purpose that all of us are serving. So when I had this experience in Jamaica and kind of realized, all right, well, I could actually like, I could build a career out of like doing good things and helping solve these major problems and leave the world a better place. It certainly brought me energy and I decided just to take a risk and go that path and and really haven't looked back. That's great. Can you share with us about some of the programs that you have going on with Reading Partners? Our biggest core model is just this, the one-on-one literacy tutoring that we do. So uh, we are in 13 regions across the country 
We've been an organization for 20 years, so we're actually celebrating our 20th year this year. Um, we've worked with 400 schools across the country, 80 districts, and we've done over 2 million tutoring sessions, which is pretty awesome. And then, of course, I have to brag a little bit about Tulsa because Tulsa is actually the biggest region out of any Reading Partners region, despite being, you know, one of the smallest in terms of population. So we're, we're wow. really proud of that. And, you know, just the way that the community shows up for Reading Partners across the country every single year is, is really pretty amazing. How do you measure success? Yeah, so we definitely look at the number of hours that we're spending with kids, but we first and foremost, we're looking at the growth that a child shows throughout the course of the year. So we do internal assessments at the beginning of the time a child starts working with us, and then at the end to make sure that the goal that that assessment is setting for them is being reached. And consistently, we see that about 90% of the kids in our program are reaching their primary literacy growth goal throughout the course of the year. So third grade reading, I don't know if you know the statistics, but a child is four times more likely to graduate from high school if they're on grade level and reading at the end of third grade. And so we know that we just have to act urgently as a community and as an organization to solve this problem for kids. We see that showing up in the assessments that we're giving children and know that what we're doing is working. Wow. And you, and you had mentioned that Tulsa is actually the strongest region or, or city for reading partners. What do you associate that with? I will say, I'll correct you just because I know others are going to listen to this. It's definitely the, you know, I would say it's the strongest. I think every region is strong. We are the biggest. I can say with, you know, we, I can say and based in fact and metrics that we are the biggest in terms of volunteers and kids. I don't want to get in trouble with my, you know, executive director peers across the country by saying that we're the strongest. I would attribute it to Tulsa just being a special place. I mean, anyone who's been here knows that it's a very philanthropic city. Historically, we've really wrapped our arms around problems and solved them together here in Tulsa. We also have really great people in our corner. The mayor here, Mayor G.T. Bynum and his staff have really promoted us and uh, encouraged people to get involved. He's given his entire staff at the city permission to do reading partners for at least two hours a week, which is awesome. And then we have a great school district too. You know, we are primarily in one school district, which helps a lot. We have one district relationship that we're really driving every year and that makes a big difference too but really it's the philanthropic community it's the way in which people show up to help solve this problem alongside us and it's awesome corporations and, and foundations and university across the city that encourage their folks to get involved with us that's great it's always really interesting to see how a nonprofit scales both in their local city and nationally and it sounds like you have all the right people on board in order to continue to with that success do you have any stories or anecdotes regarding your participants and the impact that Reading Partners has had on their lives? Yeah, one that comes to mind for me, you know, we think it's obvious, like when you're sitting there teaching a child how to read, there's, you know, oftentimes light bulb moments that kind of, you can see a child's face just like, oh, I'm getting this, or I'm starting to understand how these letters get together, or how these words are forming sentences. There was a moment for me, though, that um, I just mentioned the support we get from Mayor Bynum. We were invited to provide a student to give the Pledge of Allegiance at a big community event here in town. And of course, I picked the student that I tutor every week because naturally she was you know, my favorite student. So I get her up on stage and she's practicing her Pledge of Allegiance and just blown away by the stage and the crowd and all of this. And we're waiting in line to go up on stage and who's right behind us, none other than Mayor Bynum. And so I introduce her to him and we take a selfie together and she was pumped and we get back to our table for lunch and she looks at me and she says, who was that man again? I tell her this was, that was the mayor, you know, he's the one who's running our city and making all the decisions that make it great for us to live here. And she looked at me and, you know, you could tell she was really thinking about things. She said, do you think I could be mayor someday? 
And I said, absolutely. You know, you can, you can definitely be mayor someday like that. You should totally shoot for that. And for me in that moment, you know, is just a good reminder that the work we're doing is so much bigger than books. You know, it's so much bigger than raising uh, somebody's assessment score. You know, really we're opening up a child's, you know, life opportunities, kind of expanding the perspective um, that they might have about what's possible for them and themselves. And each of us does that in our own unique way. You know, I think that's what's really cool about tutoring too, is that it's not just about the stories of the books, but it's also about that mentorship and the way that you're able to really pour into a, a young person and and help them see the, the potential that they have and use reading as an opportunity to really unlock that potential that they have. So it's a, a really cool job, a really cool opportunity to impact the, the life of other kids across the city. That's great. How do people get involved with Reading Partners? Yeah, so there's 13 regions across the country. You know, if you're living in a major city, you know, check us out on our website and, and look and see if our program is there. Biggest thing that we need the most is people volunteering. Our program can only run if we have adults who are willing to show up and, and read with kids using the curriculum we provide. So first and foremost, if you're in one of the 13 regions, we'd love for you to volunteer. If you're not in one of the 13 regions or you simply can't volunteer, um, we obviously are a nonprofit and would love your financial support. That's going to allow us to grow responsibly and, and do that in a way that's sustainable. So uh, any financial support would be huge too. And lastly, you know, if you know people in the communities that we're serving, corporations and foundations, universities, any sort of connections to big businesses that might be a big supplier of volunteers and a partnership for us is another great way to plug in. And so even if you can't volunteer yourself, even connecting us to the company you work at or the school you went to for college, wh whatever way you can help connect with larger networks of volunteers, that's also really appreciated. That's great. And how do people find you? Uh, you can check us out online. It's readingpartners.org. And we're on you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, very active there as well. That's amazing. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on the Growth Exponential podcast and wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate you having me. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.